it now, say now. You're tuned into the Wake Up and Win podcast, and I am your host, Devon Pouncey. We are here at the Momentum Studios, myself, and we got a very, very special guest today. On the line right now, we have Portland State University head basketball coach, Jace Coburn. Coach, your team runs the town, man. <laughs> go Vikes, baby. Go Vikes. That's right. That's right. So for those of you that don't know, as many as many of you should know, if you have at least a social media website, um, we had a rivalry game that took place yesterday. Portland State Vikings playing against that of the University of Portland Pilots. And my goodness, was it a thriller? It was a phenomenal game. It came down to a game-winning layup in favor of the Vikings, of course, which is why they run went run this town. And it was a 75-74 victory. Now, that snapped a four-game losing streak against the Portland Pilots for the Vikings. So first off, Coach, how do you feel being able to snap that losing streak and then also being able to see the thrill of your players having the success that they're having early on this season? Y'all are sitting at 6-1 and one right now and obviously being able to celebrate that victory last night. Yeah, I think I think first and foremost, uh, it was another win in the win column for us. Um, we've gotten out to a fast start, and we just uh, wanted to be able to carry the momentum of our fast start into our next game. And uh, so, yeah, obviously, it's gr- it's great to win the rivalry game and all that, but at the same time, uh, you know, it, it was uh, you know another win in the win column for us, and we're excited to move on to the next game. But um, I'm definitely, obviously, really proud of our team. Um, you know, the tremendous fight and toughness uh, that our team displays uh, each and every day, not just in games, but in practice and, and being able to get out there and battle. Uh, they're a lot of fun to coach and and uh, they deserve all the credit and the staff deserves um, all the credit for uh, pulling out the win last night. Yeah, most definitely. Now, I want to ask you what it was like to be able to just obviously coaching that atmosphere, but also be able to witness that atmosphere last night. I've been rocking with you all over at Portland State for the last six seasons as the color analyst, and that atmosphere last night was completely unmatched in comparison to any atmosphere that I've seen in the last six years. And obviously, you've been around Viking basketball for over a decade, starting off as an assistant coach before becoming a head coach a few years ago. What was it like for you to be able to see the Viking Nation come out and support the way they did? You had people to the likes of Joe Cronin, the Portland Trailblazers general manager in the building. You had former Oregon governor Kate Brown rocking her PSU gear in the building what was it like just to be able to have that moment for your squad and for this university and be a part of the growth ultimately because y'all are doing y'all thing yeah man I mean it was absolutely incredible um you know it was it was the best best crowd most passionate crowd um that we've had in my 11 years at Portland State so Mm. that was really awesome to see um the support and the fact that the city came out to support Portland State um, you know, we take great, great pride in the fact that we're, you know, a state school and, and, uh, you know, we're, we're down with the city yeah. and, um, you know, we're right in the middle of everything. Hard and of downtown, so, baby. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I swear those defense chants I th- last night, I thought they were going to blow the roof off, the, uh, <laughs> off the pavilion, you know, yeah. but, um, you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, our, our guys in, in games get tired and, 
And, uh, you know, I felt like we were able to really feed off the energy. I know, obviously, I coach with a lot of passion and spirit. And there was times last night where, uh, you know, I fed off the crowd's energy um, also. Yeah. And it got got me going again, too. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it was it was great, though. I mean, you know, I, we we uh, I, I felt like our atmosphere dominated that game last night um, from start to finish um, with the, in terms of the atmosphere. Um, you know, and so we're forever thankful for all the people that came out and supported us and not just came and watched the game, but came there and screamed their heads off. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That was, you know, there's a bit, there's a big difference in just showing up and and sitting there and, and showing up and be passionate, um, and spirited for your team. And we take great pride in the fact that we have some passionate and spirited fans and, and, uh, you know, I, that's, that's, that's who we are as a team too. And, I think that our team is a team that people can really relate to, um, you know, uh, you know, just on a personal level, Mm. what we're about, the things that we do, um, who our guys are as people. Um, a lot of two is like where, where we come from, you know, we're, we're a bunch of guys that, um, you know, have worked our way to get to where we're at. Um, and, uh, so, and I think people can really relate to that and appreciate that. And, uh, it just showed last night and, and, uh, you know, yeah, came out on top, but uh, we couldn't have done it without our fans. That was, that was awesome. Now, now I got to ask you this coach, because I made a statement on the broadcast last night saying that I believe Portland state university is the most clutch division one basketball team in all of the United States of America. You had a few game winners or a couple game winners last season. This is already your second game winner this season. Ishmael Habib getting both of those for you this season. For you, when you think about how clutch your team has been, how many of these viral-esque moments that your team has had, being able to come through in the end of games, and then even going into last night where – Portland makes a basket to go up a point with 6.6 seconds remaining. You don't call a timeout, and not even just that you didn't call a timeout after they made that basket, and obviously Habib went coastal and was able to score with under a second left on the other end to be able to clinch the victory for you. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, you didn't call a timeout all game yesterday. Speak to <laughs> – I don't know if you noticed that or not. No, no. <laughs> you, did not you did not call a timeout yesterday. Speak to the confidence that, that – the fact that for a good portion of the game, Portland was in the lead, but the confidence that your players have in themselves, but obviously that you have in your players as well because you let them fight through adversity yesterday and you never wavered when it came to your faith in your team being able to get – the victory done for you guys, even if it came down to literally the final second of the game. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it starts with um, a trust um, in our players. I, I just believe that we have really great players um, that are really mentally tough. Um, you know, so yeah, I don't call a lot of timeouts. My wife always gives me, gives me crap for yeah. uh, t- take, taking timeouts to the grave after you, every game. You, you, but, can, uh, you can cuss on here, coach. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, it's uh, a podcast. You know, I, I, uh, I just, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I grew up as a fighter and, um, you know, it was just the household that I grew up in. And, uh, you know, so I, I've just got a, I've just got a very, high level of confidence that our teams are always going to be able to fight their way out of adverse situations. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we don't call timeouts very often. 
Um, but you know, in, in those clutch moments, for me, it comes down to that I'm very confident in our players. I'm very confident in who they are. Going back to, I'm very confident in who they are as people that they're mm. going to be able to handle those tense moments. Yeah. Um, you know, and then obviously I'm very comfortable and confident in who they are as basketball players, that they're going to make the right play, that they're going to run to the right spots, that they're going to do the right thing. And, and I, I've always felt like this, is it like a coach should instill confidence in their players. And, and, uh, I, I've always just felt like in the closing seconds, that that's one way that a coach can really show, um, his team that, uh, he really believes in them. And I think we've had five buzzer beaters in the last or close to five buzzer beaters in the last calendar year. And uh, a lot of that, I mean, it has had, and to be honest, like almost all of them had really nothing to do with, um, with a play that I drew up or yeah. anything like that. It was just, it was just those guys being, being great basketball players and making the right play and, and a coach who believes in them. And, and uh, sometimes that's all you need as a player. You just need somebody to believe in you. And I, I wholeheartedly believe in all of our guys, um, you know, so it's, it's a lot of fun when you get to, when you get to have 13 favorite players, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't have one favorite player and I got 13 of them yeah. and uh, I enjoy coaching them every day. And, and uh, yeah, so when we're in those moments, those guys know that, that, uh, that I love them and um, I'm very confident in any one of them to step up and make the right play. And the other thing too, is that, you know, they're not a selfish group in those moments. And that's, that's another thing too, is like, I, I don't think that in those moments that somebody's going to, uh, you know, just force up a bad shot or something like that. I'm confident enough that that we're a very unselfish team. Yeah, most definitely. Now, now I I know you well enough to know that you have an always us and never them mentality. And what I mean by that is the focus is on your group. You obviously just spoke to the belief that you have in your group, but also you don't particularly care about the outside noise. You don't particularly care about what it is that your opponent has to offer, not because you don't do your job and like scout your opponents, but just because you have all the confidence in the world that your guys can go out there and get the job done because of the work that you know you all put in, the tightness and the togetherness of your team. Just, you know, the the fact that you got some great basketball players because you do. But the reality of it is, Coach, is anybody with a pair of eyes that, that was in the Viking Pavilion yesterday, they saw down on the opposite end of the sideline from you during that game that Portland head coach Shante Leggins, when his team made good plays or when his team had momentum, he was pretty demonstrative over there in regards to just wanting to fire his team up. Obviously, it's a rivalry game. We've already talked about the crowd and the atmosphere. But in your case, you had the last laugh at the end of yesterday's game. And quite frankly, you were pretty demonstrative in regards to the fact that you were able to come out on top and victorious. I want to know, like, what is it about facing off against each other for you and Leggins that kind of just makes you both go hard at each other the way you do. It's not me trying to get you to speak negatively about anybody, no, yeah. but it's apparent that you two are ultra competitive when you play against each other, and, and it was very visible last night. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I understand he's a uh, he's a great competitor, um, you know, and I, I I can see them when they play on film and, and um, you know, how, how competitive they are as a group. Um, but you know, it's like you said at the very beginning, um, I'm not sure that I'm, I'm any more amped up when we play Portland 
um, or a team that he coaches, um, you know, because at the end of the day, like it's about uh, how we play. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've always been the type of coach too that, that that's going to be worried about our team. Um, I, I'm very, uh, you know, I know that I coach with a lot of passion and heart and spirit and I have to be my authentic self, um, and, and who I am, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be anybody that I'm not. And, uh, you know, and that's just how I grew up. Like that's, that's, I mean, that's me to who I am to the core. Um, you know, so I, I, I try and lead with, um, you know, positive energy for our own team. Uh, not really get into what the other teams are doing or, or, or whatever. I mean, you know, everybody's got to do what they do and, and, and give their team the best chance to win. And so, um, you know, but to be honest, I haven't really paid any much attention to what goes down, not just against Portland, but against any other team too. Yeah. Um, you know, what goes down on, on the other team's side and, and all that, um, you know, and, and I, I want to win every game. Yeah. You know, and and I, I'm not trying to downplay the rivalry at all. It's but, a rivalry. That's, uh, and if it wasn't but, one before, it became one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and it's like, it's like when, when people, when people say like, who is your rival? I, like, I just say everybody. Yeah. Like, we're trying, we're trying to win every game. Um, you know, no matter who is on the other sideline or, uh, you know, or who, you know, we're playing against, um, you know, everybody's our rival, you know? So, um, but you know, the, the game was fun, right? I mean, it, it was, was very it was, fun, I, you know, I, and I think it was fun for people to watch and, and, uh, be there. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm always of the belief that like go and support your team, you know? So like, I'm very appreciative of the, of the, our fans that, uh, came out and supported us, but, at the same time, just like as a basketball fan, like I, I'm appreciative of the Portland fans for cheering on their team. You yeah. know, that's how it should be. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's how it should go down. And so, you know, hopefully everybody had fun last night um, and we came out on top and, uh, you know, I mean, we're just going to continue to focus on what we need to do. And I'm, I'm not trying to, um, you know, be too worried about what other people are doing or saying and all that stuff. Coach, I got to ask you this. Cause you you tweeted a bar yesterday. I didn't know you were a Kodak I did, fan. I did. Oh, yeah. I, I did. I did. Didn't I? <laughs> I and, and for those that don't know, I'm gonna read the bar to you that Coach tweeted last night. I ain't dissing on nobody. Beat. I'm vibing on the beat. And that is a yep. bar from the great philosopher Kodak Black. And uh, <laughs> I didn't know you was rocking with Kodak like that. Coach, is, is, have you been rocking with him? Is, are your players getting to you? Because I know the players listening to Kodak. I'm, I know they're listening to Kodak for sure. I didn't know you were a fan of Kodak, Coach, but he's damn good. He's good at what he does. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got, I, got, I got tons of respect for people with passion and energy to, to whatever it is that they're doing. Um, in terms of music i listen to all types of music like everything from rap to country to rock to pop i listen to it all yeah. you know um you know and it's and it's and it's one way that i i know that um you know i mean we got players from different backgrounds and yeah. listen to different music and, and it's always um it's always something that i could relate to the guys with but but yeah man i mean that's just kind of and you know it, and obviously I've listened to that song a lot. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just something, you know, it's just, and you know, especially with that game, it's like, man, I'm not, I'm not trying to diss on anybody for, you know, who they are or what, or what they want to do or who they are as a person or anything like that, man. I'm just worried about vibing on my own thing um, with our team, 
And yeah. so that's where I was going with that. It's like, man, I, I don't, I don't have time to, uh, you know, diss on anybody else for what they're trying to do. Um, I'm just worried about vibing with my own team, man. And, uh, you know, so yeah, that's, that's what that was about. Coach, y'all are vibing indeed. Currently sitting at six and one. Your next game is against a Pac-12 opponent. You got Washington State on the road this Saturday before a couple of Northwest Conference opponents next week, which I'm always here for because I'm a Northwest Conference alum myself. But congratulations on that big win yesterday. It, it was truly a treat for this entire this entire city, this entire community. Um, you know, sometimes this city gets um, a bad stigma around it, which, you know, every city goes through its, through its own issues. But I really feel like yesterday, what what, the, what your team did out there and the way they competed, obviously you mentioned Portland, they came out and competed hard as well. But y'all were able to host an event that I think will be remembered by so many Portlanders. And, and it shined a light on this city in a positive way. Um, so I want to congratulate you. I want to congratulate your team for getting the victory and getting off to one of the best starts in the history of Portland State basketball and keep vibing on that beat, man. Keep vibing. It's all about to uh, keep vibing, baby. That's what it's <laughs> about. And uh, we're going we're gonna to worry about us and keep moving forward. That's right. Appreciate you for hopping on, Coach. Of course, I'll be seeing you in the very near future. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Huge thanks for head coach Jace Coburn of the Portland State Vikings hopping on the podcast and being able to talk to us about, again, what was a wonderful day. And for, for me to elaborate, sitting in my seat as the color analyst, that game was wild. It was certainly prop. It might even be the best game that I've ever been a part of in terms of a commentator and just the excitement around it, the stakes behind the game. Um, I won't call it number one just yet because I want to think a little bit harder on that. But I, And obviously, you know, I, that I would have a little bit of recency bias not thinking about all of the great games that I've had the fortune of being able to call in my six-year tenure of being on the broadcast for live games. But I'll tell you this, that's certainly a game that I won't forget. And just, again, being able to be in there, being able to be in the action and and call a game for a team like Portland State that's doing so good this year. Being able to see people like, you know, Joe Cronin was in the building. That's that's no small feat at all. And I talked about this a little bit at halftime when they kind of panned the camera to Cronin that it's kind of a part of his job description now because uh, there's a G League team called the Rip City Remix that has, has an added element in terms of him being able to have to go out and look and recruit newer guys and other guys that may be able to fit in the pipeline of the Portland Trail Blazers may have to start at the minor league level. Of course, some guys might be able to start at the in the big leagues, but that's a process usually, majority of the time. But I think with the remix being here in town now and the fact that He's at these games and he's, you know, a part of what's going on here in the community. That was super dope. Again, I mentioned you had uh, former governor Kate Brown in the building repping Portland State. That was super dope. You, and then you just had the city. The city was outside. And again, I've been rocking with PSU for six years now, and I have never even closely seen, not even remotely closely seen an environment like that in the Viking Pavilion and even coach 
uh, was able to say the same. So super dope to have him. Congratulations to them. Obviously, with my job at PSU, y'all will be hearing a whole lot more about Portland State basketball here on this podcast. But I do want to get into my win shares because my weekends stay busy, as you all know. This Friday, we got Lulu Fridays going on per usual, 10 p.m. to late. Pull up, vibe out, R&B. It's going down. Always a good time. Um, but but we'd love to see y'all out for sure on Friday. Uh, this Saturday, I will be at Mermosa for brunch to kick things off in the morning. And then at that'll be from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Pull up. It's always a vibe at Mermosa. And then Saturday night, I'll be at Aura Lounge, which is in Tigard, Oregon. And get a little nightclub vibe. Really cool spot. It's a new spot. So certainly something that... You all should come out and discover, you know, good music is, is going to be there if I'm going to be there. So uh, a pretty loaded weekend of DJing this weekend. No games this weekend, but uh, the next game that I will be on the call for will be next Wednesday, uh, December 6th. Portland State will be facing off against Lewis and Clark. And then also uh, right after that, the Rip City Remix will play against the Stockton Kings on Thursday December the 7th, as well as next Saturday, which we'll obviously announce next week as well on the podcast against the Stockton Kings at 6 p.m. Thursday, 3 p.m. Saturday, and that Portland State game on Wednesday the 6th is at 7 p.m. So y'all pull up, man. I got plenty going on that I would love for y'all to come out, be a part of, have a good time with me, enjoy what's going on here in the city. It's basketball season. It's no better time of year. And so It'll really be big vibes going on in regards to that. Um, I want to also shout out everybody that's been tuning into the Rip City Remix broadcast. We had five games in nine days in the first ever homestand in Rip City Remix history, and it has been an absolute blast. I want to give a huge shout out to the Remix organization, the staff from the president, Hannah, to, to Reggie, the director of ops, and so many others that have put together this product, which has been a very quality product in really such a short time span. I mean, the announcement was made in April that we were going to have a G League team coming here to Portland, and we've hosted our first homestand here in November. That's a short amount of time to have to turn things around. Got to, got to, got to give a shout-out to my guy, Gareth Kwok. Gareth is the play-by-play voice for the Rip City Remix, my broadcast partner. I'm the color analyst, as you all well know. And just right off the bat, me and this dude have been getting to it on the call. And I'm going to go out as far as to say I'm so confident in him and his ability as a play-by-play. I'm a confident in myself always in whatever it is that I do. I think we have the best broadcast that the entire NBA G League has to offer, and we've only caught five games together. But that's how good it's been to be able to just have a guy that you work alongside with that's egoless. He wants to be the best. I want to be the best. But because we're on the call together, the only way that that happens is if we're both egoless and doing our part to make sure that the broadcast at large is the best. A lot of times in this industry, a lot of people have ego. A lot of people, you know, come into it and they want to be the star of the show or they want to be, you know, the guy that gets all the clips or they want to be this or they want to be that. And it's not as easy as some of you may think for partners and hosts if it's a radio show to get along and mesh. 
like a lot more times than not they don't in this in this industry so to be able to meet a guy a month ago like how I met Garrett maybe three weeks ago even and we never had a practice run. We never, I mean, you know, we obviously had to meet up with the production crew and everything and kick things off, but like we never had a, a practice run broadcasting the game together. It's funny because his dad was telling him that we probably should have a practice run based on what he told me. My dad is telling me, like, I'm gonna be critical of y'all here early on because. Y'all have never worked together, and I'm going to tell y'all the real about yourselves, and I'm not going to sugarcoat if y'all don't sound good on that broadcast together. We're both coming in with the pressure of our pops, but we both came into it like, nah, I think he's got it. I know I've got it, and I, I love the fact that Garrett is so confident in himself to be able to step up the way that he's done calling these games for the Reap City Remix. He's had confidence in me to be able to step up and do my part as the analyst for the Rip City Remix, and, and it's mutual. It's vice versa. So I, I would tell all of y'all, based on the feedback that I've been getting, I don't want to continue tooting my own horn or tooting our horn because it's our thing and we're a part of this broadcast crew for the Rip City Remix. I can say there has been plenty of feedback that supports my stance here on this podcast right now. And if you haven't been able to not only pull up to a Rip City Remix game, but in our case, check out a Rip City Remix game on either the G League website or if you're here locally in Oregon on Fox 12, I suggest you do so because uh, we're not so bad. We're not so bad. Um I'm going to leave it short here on the podcast today. I really just wanted to be able to have that conversation with head coach Jace Coburn. Grateful that he was able to join and we were able to do that. Of course, I wanted to let you all know what's going on as well in my world with the wind shares. But we'll be back with a lot more action next week, hitting on some more hard-hitting topics, soft-hitting topics, really just whatever topics we feel like talking about next week. My guy Spencer is out this week as well, as you all can hear and see. So we'll be back next week, and we'll get back to being consistent. Took last week off because of Thanksgiving. Hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Hope you all are having a, a wonderful holiday season as well as Tis the season. It's here. Um, but we'll be back next week with a whole lot more for you. Appreciate you always for tuning in. Tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast, about all of our endeavors, um, because we put on for all of you that support us just as much as we put on for ourselves because we love what it is that we do. We love that y'all love what we do as well, and, and I don't want that to ever go unnoticed. On that note, we're going to leave y'all the only way that we know how, and that is to stay woke and go in.